All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Our World. This is Alice. This is Evelyn. And we are going to continue on communication part two. And I believe we are going to be focusing a lot on listening because as we wrapped up last episode, we were like, oh my God, listening is like one of the key ingredients to a good communication, you know, dish. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why. I just, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, like growing up in an Asian family and probably in an Asian community, people just don't listen, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Like you would think that listening is such a basic form of like, I don't know, communication, Mm -hmm. but people just don't listen. They don't listen. They don't listen actively. It's like very passive. It's like in one ear, out the other. It's like something i noticed when after i came to taiwan was i often feel like when i talk to a lot of the locals here if they have a different opinion about something or they see something differently etc etc and i'm expressing my point of view they're like listening but very passively listening because you know you can tell when someone's like really listening like actively listening to like your point of your perspective and what you're saying but Mm -hmm. for them i feel like the whole time it's like they the reason why i don't feel like they're actively listening and actually trying to process my perspective is because even either they interrupt me when i'm talking or right after i finish talking they're so fast to follow up with their perspective and why their perspective is right and so i'm just like wait hold up like did you even process what i said like did you even actually listen to what i said and so that's why i feel no they're yeah sorry they're thinking (laughs) while you're talking exactly their brains are running yeah and i think it's also a lot of like selective listening i don't know with a lot of like asian maybe parents or like an older generation like asian people it's a lot of selective listening they'll listen to what they want to listen to and then you're probably talking about let's say like I love apples and oranges and pineapples, but they, because they only like pineapples, they'll only listen to, oh my gosh, I like pineapples too. And then they don't even listen to like the apples and oranges part. Yeah. It's also reminds me of like when we're kids, I'm sure this is not just in Asian culture, but it's like, no, when your mom is lecturing you, you do not talk back. You just listen. Cause if you talk back one, the lecture, you're going to double the time. And two, you might get yelled at most likely and then you're being disrespectful and you're not listening. And then so I feel like as kids, we're almost we almost train ourselves to just passively listen to our parents when they lecture us. Mm-hmm. And maybe that also influences us as we grow older that we are just like, okay, whatever, like I'm not really gonna listen to you when you're talking. But we may not even notice. Like I feel like some people, they don't even realize they're not actually listening. They think Mm -hmm. they are, but they're not. That's why I feel like it's really important to like, you got to be like looking at the other person or not doing something while you're listening. I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of the times when I'm like in the car or something like that, and I'm like, um, I don't know, scrolling Instagram, for example, or like texting Mm -hmm. someone back. And my mom's like talking, talking, talking. And then I think I'm listening, right? (laughs) And then I look up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I heard the words she said, but like, I don't remember what like, she was talking about. Mm -hmm. 
and that happens a lot during like college too <laughs> like during lectures <laughs> like with friends oh, oh, oh. No, no during lectures with professors yeah i'm reading this book and it was saying that like multitasking isn't a real thing it's like you're actually just dispersing like your attention and then you're it lessens it obviously towards whatever tasks you're doing at the same time mm-hmm. and so i agree it's like for example, if I were to be telling Evelyn something really important and she's just on her phone the whole time, I won't feel like she's listening to me because she's not like looking at me. I feel like something that's really important that I totally get though because like I feel like with our generation we think we can multitask and maybe some people are better at multitasking than others, but it's like to give the person the full attention that they deserve or they feel they need. I feel yeah. like it's important to like, you know, put things aside and like look at them in the eye. I feel like there's like steps you could take to show the other person that you're listening. Like, please don't be very annoying and the whole time be like, mm-hmm, 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 like after like every sentence. Mm-hmm. But you know, like when you feel like, like I understand what you're saying or when you just nod, like sometimes I notice that like when I'm really listening to someone, I like actually actually maybe it's when i'm not really listening to someone wow i'm giving this away but i think i nod a lot when i'm not actually listening because (laughs) (laughs) because like my body just does it because i think my body's okay yeah you're like yeah 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 but like at the same time it's not really like important information and like Mm. maybe it's not a conversation because i'm an introvert and i don't like small talk and if the conversation isn't meaningful for me it's almost like okay like it's just extracting from my energy and now the only thing I can do is just at least try to engage but I can't so then mm-hmm. my body helps me out by just nodding and then I realize oh my neck kind of hurt and I'm like oh Alice listen or just like not listening <laughs> I'm just kidding but listen hmm. I think I'm the opposite I think you'll know I'm not listening if I'm not saying mm-hmm or nodding <laughs> Um, when I'm listening, I mm-hmm a lot. I remember one time I was in grad school and we were doing like a, um, basically like a role play. And basically during our role plays, we kind of like talk about, or there's this person that counts how many times we talk and cause we were doing like a partner one. And I swear, um, there's the person that was counting said that like, I mm-hmm like, probably 63 times in a span of like 20 minutes and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) i i i i react to actually here is the thing i think whether or not i'm actively or passively listening i my body just nods and then like sometimes i feel like i nod too much because like legit my neck gets tired but i do respond to yeah, no, I feel like it makes sense though because with basic communication, um, this is what I learned. Um, based on like research, your body language is like the most important mm. um, to show to someone that you're communicating. Like it's even more important than like tone and um, diction. Mm. Um, so like, and it, it kind of, if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Like if i'm putting my hands on my waist and i'm talking to you even if i'm saying the most nicest thing it still sounds a little like like commanding you know mm-hmm. um so yeah it makes kind of it makes a lot of sense like we talk with nonverbals because it's important it lets the other person kind of know what we're talking about or like what we mean i 
agree and speaking of like tone and stuff i think that's something about like texting that sometimes it's like hard to like know what the other person is trying to communicate like if they're upset or if they're just because you never know right like me too like sometimes i text with emojis sometimes i don't sometimes i have exclamation points sometimes i don't but like it's not because necessarily like i'm upset it's just depending on like if i'm like in a rush or like if you know like where i am if i'm like distracted but i think that is something mm-hmm. like i thought of when you were talking about the different ways like to show someone that like or like for good communication and like you know what that entails i'm just like yeah that's why sometimes i feel like texting can be a bit confusing yeah i don't know about you but i also read a lot of like text messages in my own like voice (laughs) so i feel like like what you're saying with text messaging it's really how you perceive it Mm -hmm. and how you read it it's kind of like reading it's kind of like reading a story um you kind of read it in your own like voice or how you picture it how you picture the scenario to be so then there's a lot of miscommunication and then when there's miscommunication then communication is even more important to express like okay i wasn't sure if you were upset at this time and i think finding the right words to say it to and at a good time which is what we talked about in the last episode so if you didn't listen to it you can go on and listen to it but yeah like it's all connected and when you work on one thing, you're working on the other thing. When you're working on listening, you're improving your communication skills, which means overall that you're mm-hmm. also, it's like contributing to everything. And when you like, so I think it's important to be mindful. Am I actively listening? Is my tone like, is it the way that I want it to sound? And is it, is the other person going to take it like the right way or the wrong way? But not to be like, overly Mm -hmm. like in your own head and be like starting to be like oh my god communication so difficult like i don't know like what what are they gonna think like no i think it's like focusing on the things that you can work on and doing the best to express yourself in the best way possible Mm -hmm. it's also not good communication doesn't mean like like what you were saying like overthinking your Mm -hmm. words and like making sure that like every word you say doesn't affect Mm -hmm. the other because we can't really control what the other person feels. You might say like something that you feel like is totally fine. And then, but the other person might be like, oh, like, why did she say that? You know, it's more, I feel like once you kind of start to think about your diction and like think about, oh my gosh, how do I phrase this so the other person won't be a little hurt or like you overthink it, that's when kind of self-esteem and social anxiety comes in to play so i feel like that's a little bigger of an issue like a problem or an issue Mm. whereas kind of when we talk about basic communication it's like just knowing how to like actively listen to others taking turns kind of reflecting what other people's messages are yeah so kind of like the basic communication skills yeah but sometimes it's not so basic for some people so but we're all learning right i feel like (laughs) we are yeah and i think that us being like asian americans having i guess background of being told like oh it's important to express your thoughts it's important to express how you feel and if you don't like something you have to say it i feel like i'm actually very thankful for that because i feel like maybe in asian cultures at least 
for example, like in Taiwan, like express like expressing yourself isn't as I feel like a lot of people keep their thoughts to themselves and keep their feelings to themselves and they don't mm. really like express it. But then sometimes either you know that either leads to just keeping everything forever inside and becoming numb or exploding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I also think with like Asians in general. A form of communication that we sort of lack is like validating others' feelings.、Um, we tend to kind of give a solution or an advice before we really、mm-hmm. listen and be, and kind of validate their feelings and be like and kind of like, for example, if let's say Alice,、mm-hmm. you're frustrated, right? Our first thing would usually people our first thing is like we'll go and give them a solution, like oh my gosh, have you tried this? Like oh, don't worry about it,、mm-hmm. it'll get better. Or like it's okay, it'll just time will pass, and these are kind of all like invalidating、um, statements. I feel like that's also a form of con- communication, like checking in on their feelings and really letting them know, like, oh, I hear you, and I know you're really frustrated right now, and it's kind of like, so how can I support、mm-hmm. you before giving like your two cents and your advice and solution yeah, about it? Because I think for me at least, for example. Um, when I'm sharing maybe some of my struggles, or maybe like I can't make a decision right now, when I share it with a friend, I'm not necessarily looking for them to give me an answer, but I'm looking for someone who can like listen to me, and then maybe like together、mm-hmm. we can figure out an answer. But if I go to Evelyn and immediately she's just like, "Well, I think you should just do this, and then you can just do that," and then like, or she just says, "Like, don't worry about it. Like, everything's gonna get better." I'm just like, "Yeah, okay, okay, like." Yeah, I'm like I know that. Yeah, like, <laughs>、um, just, like a thank you, like I don't know. Yeah, I think they're just very invalidating statements. I was actually in a parenting class that、um, I co-facilitate, and we were doing examples. And so that we have like a whole bunch of parents, maybe like twelve to fifteen parents, and we're doing examples of like communication skills, right? And、um, one of the examples was like, let's say it's like Billy comes home. And he just broke up with his girlfriend, and we would let the parents kind of practice like, how would you respond to Billy? And a lot of the parents are like, oh, I would just tell Billy like, good job, you can find someone else, or like, it's okay, there's like many other fishes in the sea. It doesn't target like his feelings. Billy comes home, he's sad, but the first thing you say is like, oh, don't worry about it, like you'll find someone else. You're so young, you know. So I feel like. A lot of the times, with like, at least for my parents, it was always like that growing up. It was always like, okay, let me give you a solution, and then your feelings, you can deal with that later. Like, you could just kind of suppress it, or I don't know, express it on your own in the shower. <laughs> in the shower, shower is a great place yeah. to express yourself.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like parents, it's. Almost also because they just don't know what to say, yeah. And then they kind of just like brush it off with whatever comes to like the top of their head, which is usually something that as children we're like, okay, that's like not helpful at all, and now you're just making things worse.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, but then some parents obviously they just always know the right things to say. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Maybe not always, but yeah. Yeah, I just think communication skills is hard. I mean, me and Alice, we we consider ourselves to be pretty good listeners. I would say so. That that also plays into our introvert personalities. Yes, <laughs> definitely. But I think we're pretty good listeners in general. But I'm pretty sure 
me and Alice were on the same page in that we're still learning. Mm-hmm. Even when we talk to each other, we're still learning how to communicate. Yeah, so it's a learning process. It is. And as you get to know someone, I feel like you also know, like, oh, these are, I know that I shouldn't use these certain words or like these certain things, like triggers something in that person. Mm-hmm. Or like, you also learn, like, oh, does this person right now, like, do they need me to just listen or do they actually want input? Like, I think yeah. it's like Evelyn said it's just a constant learning thing because it's you'll always you'll most likely keep meeting new people in life and with Mm -hmm. each person comes like uh different ways of communicating with them and because of different personalities and different just different backgrounds etc etc so I feel like the important thing is to always just be mindful and Mm -hmm. be ready to learn and be willing to maybe like sacrifice a bit right because sometimes choosing to slow down and learn and to work on yourself mm-hmm. may not seem like the most fun thing but at the yeah. end of the day it's always very rewarding I feel like mm-hmm. I agree I think like Alice was saying like we'll definitely meet a lot of different people in our lives from different cultures different backgrounds different races and you know all cultures have their own like style of communication we we talk about communication from like an asian point of view but asians also have different cultures within like Mm -hmm. the asian community so like alice was saying it's a learning experience we gotta learn um what triggers ourselves to um when others are communicating with us like how why sometimes we might shut out other people's comments why we might be passively listening yeah so i think it's a two-way shriek we learn about others and we learn about ourselves yes the more you know about yourself i feel like the better you'll also be able to communicate with other people because mm-hmm. if you don't even know what triggers yourself i think it's gonna then you gotta find out yeah it's <laughs> it's very important to be aware of the self but yeah i think that we're good on wrapping up communications we mm-hmm. this is our part two i hope it was helpful i hope it was interesting yeah um we'll be back with um our next episode but if you haven't listened to the previous one yet part one of communication go on ahead and jump back to communication part one um listen to that um if you feel like part two is a little actually i don't think it's too off the topic you can start listening to it this one too yeah they connect but you could also listen to them separately it'd be nice yeah yeah it'd be nice to jump back yeah so we're on a lot of the podcast platforms and if you could go you know to apple Podcasts, give us some stars give us a review leave us a review we would appreciate that Mm -hmm. and yeah check us out on instagram yes finding our world podcast we'll see you next time hopefully or hopefully you'll listen to us we won't see you (laughs) Um, we'll see you in numbers (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) um and in stars um but that's it thank you guys Bye. bye